Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host Matt, and I am here with Gav and G for this episode of the show. We're halfway through the fantasy football season, which means it's time for the mid-report. We'll reveal some of the most mid-players at each position, as well as some surprising players that are somehow even below mid. Plus, we share the story of a crazy day in the Listen League, as well as our Week 9 starts and sits. Today is November 1st, 2022, and this is the 80th episode of the show. I hate fantasy football. I love fantasy football. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. But I love that we're getting some we're, we're getting some great content out of fantasy football right now, which is, I guess, why we have this podcast. I mean, I guess it's good for fantasy football, but for like and for content, but like for my health and my wealth and my <laughs> life. Oh my! Oh we have been all over the place. We're profiting off Gab's uh, uh, destruction right now, as it were. You you wouldn't think so, but you know you wouldn't think I'd be in destruction, but ah, uh, I am. Not I would guess it. Well, okay, but you're you're <laughs> you've always been a hater, dude. Public I mean, enemy number one of, in your eyes. Probably, I mean, you are a Patriots fan, but you know, that's, that's for another day. True. Okay. Well, let's just get right into it. I mean, right yeah. after last week's episode, like literally the day after. Uh, Gav decided, you know what? I'm tired of being two and five and losing to the winless team again. I'm gonna shake it up. I'm gonna make some trades, and trade he did because you know a little bit after we had our episode, Jamar, who we've seen before on this podcast, decided he was gonna put Justin Jefferson on the block because he needed a couple of running backs. So he said, send your best offers for running backs, and somehow he accepted a trade with Gav for you know the terms of the trade are as follows. Jamar sends over Justin Jefferson to Gav, and Gav sends DeAndre Swift and Brian Robinson out to <laughs> Jamar, which, you know, first thought of, we were all in our minds was uh, Jamar just got absolutely fleeced here. And, you know, sorry to say this, Jamar, because it, we, I know you're going to listen to this, but um doesn't look good. You then. got fleeced, man. Look... No, listen. Can I? Okay, I wanna, wait, before you go, Gav, can I just, okay. I want to add yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. more context. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the trade went through, and obviously, everybody in the league chat texts about it. Especially, that's the best part about Sleeper. Um, so make sure you get your league over there. Uh, also, he said that he had an offer for <laughs> Leonard Fournette and Joe Mixon, <laughs> and he took Gav's offer. That's no, all I the say. thing is, I think he said he didn't see it. Mick Youngboy said in the chat, basically, like I offered you Lenny and Mixon, and then Jamar's like, no, you didn't, and then. Nick Youngboy is like, no, you check your offers. And I guess he just didn't was. see it at all. No, I, I swear to God it was late or something. Like, I feel like Mick Youngboy in the middle of it was like, yeah, this is what I would have thrown to you, but it's all cap. I don't I know. I that. think it was I there. Really I that. think it was you, there. If, well, because, the action, no, because Jamar the sent the crazy. screenshot. He sent the screenshot of the trade offer. Well, so we know uh, it's yeah. real. Yeah, but we, we should have checked the, the, the time. And you know what's crazy? I okay. didn't you even fleeced him. Be proud. You fleeced him. You fleeced him. I I didn't you took reach him to out. task. I didn't reach out to him when he put out the um send trade offers, right? He was like, Gav, I'm I'm looking for trade offers. What you got? I was like, Oh well, thank you for letting me know. Let me let me try to put a package up. And I you know, that was my you know, I'm not trying to fleece my boy or anything like that, but 
I offered him the first thing. I'm like, I don't really want to give up anybody else. I like both of these guys. And he was I like, think yeah, a couple right, weeks ago, it. I think a couple weeks ago, I did say uh, when you're looking at these trade strategies and stuff, we we're all talking about different strategies that we like to do. I said, whenever you start a negotiation with someone, send a please us of a trade. Because if they accept it, you just please them. That's exactly what no, happened. No, you never accept no. the first offer. Come I, on, bro. Basic negotiating. Never listen, accept the first offer. Listen, listen. He asked me first, will you be will you give up Saquon? Okay. I was like, nah, dude. I won't. I'll trade you two of my players for Jeff Jefferson, right? And I valued Saquon and Brian Robinson more. Just as like more value that I could have got out of, you know, Saquon's number one running back. Brian Robinson looks like he's getting better. They're using him more than AB. Oh no, AG. So I was like, I don't know if I want to take this, but he was like, yeah, fine. I was like, fine. Um, let me just take this. Like, I don't have any wide receivers. I have too many wide running backs. That's cool with me. The crazy thing was what I did with Justin Deverson, right? Yeah. So, so after we'll that, just follow with that. Oh, okay. So basically, after Gav did this uh, with Jamar, at around, I want to say, in the afternoon, I'd say like early noon for us on the Pacific Coast, uh, everyone started to basically explode with trade offers, like the league was popping. Like I feel like whenever you see a big trade go through and you're in an active league, everyone wants to just start talking trade and everyone was going off, basically. Um, I, I saw trade offers from... You know, a couple different people. I think, you know, Nando texted me about, you know, trying to discuss a trade with Gav. And then I think Gav was asking. And then Dylan called me <laughs> from his... Dylan like, called me as was, well, yeah. Yeah, he was on the road, I think. And he was like, yeah, hey, he you know, me. Nando tried to make me a trade offer. What do you think of this? And I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm at work. Like, I'm at home and I'm working from home. And I'm just like, I my t phone is just popping off. And then Nando's like, answer your phone, Matt. And I'm like, it okay. Was it was literally like the best day of football ever. I it's feel like fun. like that one day literally wanted like I wanted to trade. Like I had to slow down because yeah. I was like I'm getting too well. Just tell them what happened afterwards. Go ahead with the uh, the trade that went through. After. Yes. So basically, everyone texts each other. Everyone calls each other. Everyone's talking with each other, and um, you know, eventually, as night comes, like I think a couple hours later. Basically, after all of the madness, like everyone's just talking. I didn't know if anything was actually going to go through because it seemed like there's so many different things happening at once. I didn't even know what players were being moved or whatnot. But that's the best basically, part about being commissioner. I was just processing those trades. <laughs> no, I was like, dude, this is awesome. I love it. Like, Process. Approve now. Approve. Yeah. So imagine, yeah. We, imagine we make that first trade and then I just let it sit for day two. <laughs> no, I know, right? No, Calm but you're. Before the storm. I feel like, yeah. People were reaching out for me for Justin Jefferson after that, but you know. Yeah. So then three, like three trades, all went through at once, basically. I think. So the first trade was to McYoungboy, who previously tried to get Justin Jefferson. He traded away Joe Mixon, who was in the previous offer, Josh Allen, and Gabe Davis <laughs> to Gav, and Gav gave him Justin Jefferson, of course, Trevor Lawrence, and Miles Sanders. Which, I also gave him Christian Kirk at the end of it. Yeah. Then they made a separate trade. They made another trade for Chase Edmonds. Gav gets Chase Edmonds and McYoungboy gets Christian Kirk to make it a little bit less of a fleece, <laughs> I guess, because I he felt guilty. Yeah, I felt guilty. 
And now that I think about it, I ultra voiced him again, dude. Because no. <laughs> Chase, Chase Edmonds is not good. Chase oh, well, I don't know, good. dude. Well, okay, so let me discuss it right now, okay? So during the time that um after after I traded with G or Jamar, um I was getting mad offers from everybody for package deals and stuff like that. And everything stemmed from Justin Jefferson, and I was like. I, I, I was like, I don't want Justin Jefferson. I want more players. I want more value. Justin Jefferson is good and everything, but, you know, I need more. I need a, I need a QB. I need such some... a crazy statement, bro. I had Trevor you... Lawrence, dude, and and uh, Russell Wilson, dude. Are you are you happy with that as your quarterback? I mean, if I had Justin Jefferson, I'd uh, <laughs> definitely make me feel better about it. Well, I, you know, well, that, that's what I was contemplating. Anyway, I, everyone was sending me trades, right? G was actually one of the reasons why I was able to get Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, and Gabe Davis. Because um, he was G was talking to me about um, getting Justin Jefferson for uh, Kels or something like that. Andrews. I already put Andrews down. I was like, nah. And forever, anyone who questioned that sit, dude, what now, bro? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're not going to call you out, even though I just did. I, I used that. I told Mick Youngboy, or Ugly Kid, that um, I was like, listen. G's sending me offers. I'm I'm thinking about both of them. In reality, it's I like his. Huh? Yeah, I liked his more, and he wasn't offering me. Um, he was wasn't offering me anything crazy. Uh, yeah, it was like Joe Mixon, and I didn't like Joe Mixon. I still don't like Joe Mixon. He screwed me over. But like, I used that to get Josh Allen and Gabe Davis, right? And uh, it was perfect. I didn't want to fleece him. I hate fleecing. Again, that's why I traded away Christian Kirk. So, you know, it was just a good day for me. Everyone was trying to just, like, get what I had for some reason. I don't know what it was. Hey, And I'm glad I shook it up. You forgot. There's one more trade you forgot about because that's only three trades here. There's a fourth trade that you did with Nando. And I was on the phone with Nando about this. I was driving uh, to Costco, and then Nando tells me to pick up the phone. And I have to talk him through this trade. But essentially, what he gave up was... Um, he gave up Devontae Adams and Travis Etienne from his roster to get Chris Godwin and Saquon Barkley from you. Thinking about it now, it's just one game, right? Oh, let me just, let me go through the trade first. You know, I was thinking like, okay, what was, I, oh, I had given up Justin Jefferson to get a QB, right? And I don't have a wide receiver one anymore. I didn't want... Make young boy ugly kid to see that I was gonna um, get another wide receiver. I don't know why, you know. I was just like, I'll hide everything from everyone, you know. <laughs> Nando didn't know about Mick Young boy's trade or ugly kid's trade, and Nando didn't uh, and ugly kid didn't know about Nando's trade. I think I said that right. Anyway, nobody knew who else I was talking to, and I wanted to fill my entire roster again. So I traded away Justin Jefferson and I got Devonte Adams, which was clean. It just didn't work out that well because these guys sold me, dude. I swear to God. What's the point of trading for anyone good if this is going to freaking, like, not put up any points again, dude? I lost to SEC. This guy has wait, a wait, full. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let me just break down the entire trade here before you explode again. Basically, this Damn is what happened. Me. The entire team, like, the entire day, Gav gave up Saquon Barkley, Chris Godwin, Trevor Lawrence, DeAndre Swift, Brian Robinson, and I believe Christian Kirk. Um, 
Yeah, Miles Sanders, Christian Kirk, <laughs> for Dude. Joe Mixon, Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, Devontae Adams, Travis Etienne. So basically, Gav remade his entire roster. I don't even know who. Like, I think we asked G to process the trade so we could even see what his roster even was yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah. I know because it was yeah. like wild, a complete turnover. Listen, yeah. like before I agree. I air my grievances. What do you guys think about it? Like, did I do good? I mean, honestly, at this point, like, I don't, I don't really exactly know. What you <laughs> I know I lost. And what you ended up with, I just feel like I would have like stopped after I got Justin Jefferson. Maybe I don't know. But I, I didn't he... have a QB. Like you know, I have Russell Wilson yeah. and Trevor Lawrence. It's not, you know, like they both put up duds this week. McYoungboy was just saying in the chat, he was like, you sold me. He renamed him uh, I honestly Trevor Lawrence, you sold me. I think that if you stopped at the McYoungboy trade, then you would have been fine. And then if you didn't, didn't do the Nando trade where you gave up Saquon Barkley, right? I think that's where you should have stopped because then you have Barkley, Mixon, and, um, you know, Josh Wait, Allen, um, right? So, and then you have what? No, uh, but I don't have a wide receiver one. In that, in in um, you still have Devonte uh, though, but you no, but you lose have, a running back have, one, but you lose a running back I, one, right? No, so no, in just in, in McYoungboy's zone, in McYoungboy's. No. no, this is why I did Nando's trade. I didn't do I, I I didn't stop I I didn't stop at McYoungboy's because I was out a wide receiver one. In that lineup, I had Josh Allen, um, who uh Joe Mixon, uh, it would have been Miles Sanders. No, no, no. I gave up Miles Sanders. See, I don't even know. Man, I think it would have been like James man, Robinson. Didn't know what the fuck was going on, bro. Play the whole it show was the blur for him. It was too many. I would have had Chris Godwin as my wide receiver one. Amari Cooper. Uh, I would still have George Kittle as tight end. Whoopi. I mean, he's coming alive. Let's just be real. But uh, it's just too much, dude. James Robinson, Christian Kirk. It just was so much that I was like, I just don't want to see these guys on my team anymore. I'll be honest. And I still didn't get railed of Russell Wilson. I'm still, I'm, I got confused throughout that entire thing, honestly, just right there. It, it I was, just think it was like, I, I value a wide, a running back one and a quarterback one. That's fine. Josh Allen, Saquon Barkley. I don't think Devontae, you know, I don't think you needed him. That's the thing. Especially no, if you see, gave up Saquon. So that, I, I gave that's up, why I told Nando, basically, if you get Saquon, get Saquon, right? I think you should. I gave Saquon. up Saquon for another wide receiver one and a running back one. So I filled up my top half. I have. That's a difference, though. Is QB, it going to be ETN? Is ETN going to be basically, you know, enough points to cover the Saquon loss? I think that's. Well, I mean, where you have I to think he had more than Saquon it. this week. He it, probably did. But I'm just saying that, you know, over time, rest of season, do you think that um, that's going to be the case, right? Is that going to well, be you able can't to make up for that difference? And my thought process was, I'll lose out on the value that Saquon gives me, but I'll gain everywhere else. Dude, really, what was nagging me was my Q, my QB spot, right? I was leaking points at the QB spot, you know? Everyone says how um, tight end is where you need to, like, get, like, a good player. No, it's QB. Like, if at some point, like, I mean, QBs have been awful this year, right? If you have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes... Those are the only guarantees. Right. Everyone else is... Oh, and Joe Burrow, kind of. I mean, last week was... This past Monday was kind of off, but, like, I didn't want to be stuck in that anymore, and I wanted my roster filled. So I co accomplished what I wanted to, 
I just, it's just not working out right now. I don't know what happened. There was, there was well, why don't you give there. the entire recap here? Of, of the league? Yeah. Let's see what we uh, did week eight. Okay, so week eight. Let me just start off with me, just so I can get it out of the way. I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> I played SEC Slugs, the Eagles fan. Whole Eagles. He beat me 121.28 to 119.72. I lost by two freaking <laughs> points. I had um, Romeo Dobbs on my... Anyway, listen. Good job, SEC Slugs. You made my blockbuster trades like poop. Feel good about yourself. He's 5-3 and three and I'm 2-6. and six. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. So, wait a second, Gab. So, you just traded your entire team away because they were 2-5. and five, And then you lost? I know, dude. I don't know. Listen, Josh Allen puts up the <laughs> lowest score of his entire season, okay? Devontae Adams also puts up a dud. And jo- Joe Mixon, everyone on my team had poor games. The only person that I was so proud of was Amari Cooper, George Kittle. That's about it, dude. Really? Those guys really the two, The two players that didn't even get traded, basically. No, I know. Didn't get traded. I should, I, you Maybe. know, now that I think about it, that I should have kept talent. Yeah, I know. I mean, listen, I was just in that moment. I was like, I'm down, you know, mom spaghetti, arms weak, not arms heavy, mom spaghetti, whatever. I was down. Okay, I was listening to Eminem too much. I wanted out, and it's still. Uh-huh. I was. I'm still down. And it did not so. work. Yeah. It didn't work. I don't think it really worked um, out like that. I'm done. I'm done with fantasy football. Yeah, you guys can have this. Someone take my spot. McYoungboy. No, SEC Slugs, take my spot in this podcast. I'm done. Um, moving on, dude. I like. I don't want to complain anymore. Moving on to the next week. Like, moving on to the next game. Nando. I think you fleeced me, dude. <laughs> you definitely fleeced me. Nando scored 186.14 against L Nerd. Brian, local friend. He was on the podcast. Brian. Brian scored... Brian, sorry. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, yeah, Brian. One thirty point fifty eight. Nando scored the highest total. I don't even think it was because of um. No, Saquon it wasn't because of Saquon. God, God, it was, God, it was just they were the two lowest Camara scores I think up. on his team. On his team, so you know, Knox. Yeah, it wasn't a fleece, but you know, it felt like a fleece. Congratulations! I hope you guys, you know, live your freaking stupid lives. Whatever, I don't care. Okay. Um. Moving on to the next matchup, Ugly Kid. Um, Say his uh, name. He said he wanted us. Yeah, he said he wanted us to. Um, he changed his name just for us. His new name for his team is Corrupt Muncher. You know, I don't get it. I don't uh, know if you guys can school me in on the lingo. I don't, don't want to get it. <laughs> no, it's the new song Munch. I can't say the first word that comes yeah, up before. Yeah, yeah. Let's you know. go. Let's keep going. Corru- anyway, Ugly Kid, <laughs> McYoung Boy, local legend, scored one sixty six. Point eighty two, um, and beat King Midi two thousand twenty three, one sixty fifty eight. So I'm glad. Thank you, Mick Young Boy, for ruining this stupid Bears fan. Sorry, G. I know he's your cousin, but you know, okay. I hated him. Don't you think was, it's more embarrassing that you're the only win though? No, no. Listen, I don't care. And that makes it even worse. No, no. Listen, it, as long as he's still Dude, underneath really me, sorry. that's perfectly fine. Ugly kid improves five, five to three. And uh, and King Midi goes one to seven, so he's still, still looming at the bottom. Okay, he would have beat right me this week to too. So, 
And I'm sorry, the podcasters today were trash this week. Okay. G, Steelers fan, 510, triple tight formation. He scored 10748. We're down, guys. We're down. He lost to Robbie two times. Bang Bang is his new team name. 180-94. I mean, you got put, you got smacked. Second highest um differential in the in the league. How do you feel? My, my triple tight was not complete in formation. Uh, we had our main tight end one out, but we do have tight end one, two, three, and four now. So we got uh, <laughs> an extensive lineup here this week. Talk about hoarding, man. Can you it was Mark Andrews. If, if you want to explain, it's Mark Andrews, yeah. Travis Kelsey, Tyler Higby, and Dalton Schultz. <laughs> yeah, for people that weren't aware, I don't know why, but Higby was available. And I just had absolutely nobody to play because Chubba Herbert is out, Mike Williams is out. And then uh, A.J. Dillon is dog shit, um, also his name. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't know who to play, so I picked up Higby. And then Schultz became available. <laughs> I picked up Schultz. And all this madness, I was just picking up tight ends. But it's about the long game, you know? And uh, I, I, I'm really going to, you know, board these tight ends. And eventually, I will make a trade. I got you. I said uh, I just needed last week to affirm my team. I need to make another trade, you know? So for people that know me, I'm usually pretty trade happy. So I want them to clarify that I was trying to make some trade. <laughs> he, was just, about he was just trade embargoed. He was trade embargoed. Yeah. No one would trade with him. Honestly. No one. Literally no, no one. listen. He was trying to please everyone with Mark Andrews. And Nando. Bro, Mark Andrews is not bad, bro. He was people hurt, though. Okay, listen. People were mad because, especially Nando. I don't know why Nando's that mad at Mark Andrews. But like, okay, he, I get Mark Andrews not the, like the greatest light right now, but not ass. Mark Andrews. He's not bad. It's just that it was a down week for him. I mean, I might take Mark now, but we'll see. Like, oh let's, You guys got to st- stay tuned next week. <laughs> stay, you got to listen to next week so you can see what happens after this podcast. So, yeah, G, he, he downgrades. He's 5-3. and three, And Robbie, two times. He's at 6-2. and two. We're getting beat by our listeners, okay? Same goes with Matt, okay? Next matchup. Oh, Shorts, Ratatouille. Yep. He scores 114.30. Well, I mean, I guess it's another podcaster, Dylan. Um, Dylan puts up 139.06. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I was feel? up. I was up with Lamar and uh, Mike Evans early. I had 40 points between the two, and he had Rashad Bateman, so he scored zero. So then I was up by, like, 40 points, and then that was on Thursday night. And then on Saturday night, I told you guys I was going to dress up as Dylan for Halloween, and I did. So, um, hilarious. You know, I did dress up as Dylan, but I think the football gods, the fantasy football gods, saw me and they thought I was Dylan. (laughs) And then, you know, they thought I I should have lost because we know God, the fantasy football gods hate Dylan for some reason. So then, you know, yeah, they swapped me basically. I became Dylan, he became, you know, me, and then he destroyed me. So, yeah. That's, uh, so you guys sucks. sit even at three and five. Um, <laughs> Dylan's up, dude. Is he up now? Is it the re- revival of the king? Um, we'll have to see. We'll have yeah, to see. we have to see. I'm not praying on it, but you know, no, whatever. No, yeah, I am for you. <laughs> okay, well. And last matchup, okay? It's my boy Jamar. Anyone who made a trade this week except for Nando was down. Like, Matt made a trade too. Um, it was for some, like, what was it? Todd Gurley for... Yeah, I traded I for Todd Gurley. I had Rashad White. So then I thought, yeah. you know, it's a pretty fair trade. 
Um, <laughs> does it matter? It doesn't seem like it turned out well because I anyone didn't get who to traded, him. anyone who I, traded, I forgot. Lost. I forgot Todd Gurley was on a buy this week. Guys. Yeah, I don't know. I, I forgot too. I for, I'm sorry, dude. I guess the Falcons. or no. So yeah, I mean, G- Jamar. Uh, sorry, I wanted to make a little quick announcement to our listeners. I do am. I am looking for trades. Please. <laughs> he sounds. So, I'm starting you know, Zay I'll Jones two weeks in a row. I'm starting Zay trade. Jones two weeks in a row. This is not <laughs> what I want to be at. Uh, there oh, is man. some trades looming. Jam- uh, G, don't worry about it. So going back oh, to it, Jamar, you. he got clapped by his own bro, and we were clowning yeah. him, uh, clowning the other guy. So it's Dustin Hopkins fan club. Jamar, he was. Previously, our number one um, ranked player, he scored 124 yeah. points to Untraced Unicorns 138-20. We were dogging Cam because he had dropped Keenan Allen. His team was kind of trash. I don't know what it was. Like I, he was kind of like asleep at the wheel. But I guess his driving is better than mine, even when I'm awake. Hmm. It's kind of sad. Jamar, sorry, dude. I I both flee. I fleeced both of us. Jamar downgrades five and three, and Untrace Unicorns goes four and four. So as the table stands, um, bang bang, Robbie two times. He's at one with six and two. Nando, he's at six and two as well. They're both tied. It's just that bang, uh, Robbie two times has more points than him. And then it's the local legend at number three, corrupt muncher, ugly kid, McYoungboy, many aliases. He's at five and three. Then it's G at five and three. And Jamar at five and three, and SEC slugs at five and three. Can I join the club, guys? Like, no. There's four of you. You're in a, you're in another good other club. We'll oh, okay. first. Me first. Got you. <laughs> you first. Okay. <laughs> so that was one. That was that was uh three to three to six, and uh, at seven is Untraced Unicorns at four and four. Then it's Bryant L Nerd at three and five. I hate Westworld Dylan at three and five. Matt. Ratatouille, L Shorts sitting at three and five. I guess I'm meant to lose me at two and six, and King Mini all the way at the bottom at one and seven. You know, I was three and three a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you know, I started off two and one, uh, and I've lost five off. straight. <laughs> I didn't know that, actually. Love that, Love that for you. <laughs> yeah, well, I pass all my luck on to you guys. Take it. Have fun. Be happy. Um, I'm just going to focus on the other league now. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But well, horrible. Well, let's, let's move off our listener league now. And, you know, there was actually a lot of trades and the actual trade deadline for once. I think there was like 10 trades overall just today. And I think that's the most mm-hmm. uh, any trade deadline, you know, in the NFL. We're just going to go over a couple of these for fantasy football purposes. Um you know, let's just speed through these real quick here. TJ Hawkinson yeah. to the Vikings. Uh, from Detroit, Downgrade. it's really weird. Yeah. I think it's going to be good for Minnesota, honestly. I think it's going to be perfectly fine. I think they got a good, you know, tight end that they can... I think he's better than Irv Smith, but I don't understand it for Detroit because you're trading it to divisional rival, right? Yeah, I don't... Dude, I think they're tank. I, I think they're done. They're, they're going to tank now, again. Yeah, they're not. It's not this season. So. I mean, what else was like? I mean, I think you guys had unreasonable expectations for them. No, yeah, I didn't have any I mean, expectations for them. <laughs> I think I was uh, okay. fooled. Well, I was fooled by um, the documentary, dude. 
Yeah, Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. I mean, they. I thought the culture had changed. It changed to be worse, dude. Like seriously, what the heck. I don't well, know. I mean, that's just for TJ Hawkinson's did... fantasy. Horrible though. I think so. I think he gets a know. downgrade. I think he gets a downgrade for sure. He's the third option now. But Irv Smith, you can drop him. He has a high ankle sprain. He'll be more touchdowns now. Irv Smith or TJ Hawkinson? No, sorry, TJ Hawkinson. You know what you guys think? Like, you're probably going to be getting back to the red zone. I feel like you it's know, a higher. Ah uh, no, I think it's a higher floor and lower ceiling. I think it's a okay. higher ceiling okay. and lower floor. That's the thing. You think so? No, because I, I think I'm because guess. touchdowns. It's touchdowns basically. That's what you're thinking. Well, no, but they didn't. Even when Irv Smith was the the tight end one, like I mean, they weren't using him all that much. In the yeah, Irv Smith isn't T.J. Hawkinson. Well, no, but T.J. Hawkinson isn't that <laughs> much of an upgrade from Irv Smith. I mean, like, bro, yes, it's a it's a solid upgrade. He kind of is. Well, okay, let's okay, let's move on here. Play. Let's move on here. Okay, okay, go go go. Chase Claypool to the Bears for a second let's round go. pick. G, Dude, how do you feel? listen, I'm so mad. But G, go ahead. Your feelings first. Please. For <laughs> real. <laughs> Bro, they gave a, they got a second round back for Roquan Smith, and then kept that second round pick from the Ravens, and traded their own second round pick to us. Which I, you know, I'm just gonna assume they're gonna, you know, be a bottom five to ten pick in the, you know, draft order. So we basically got like a late first or a, you know, a quality player. You know, players are gonna fall and stuff. So you, now you got your own early second round you got the bears early second round and you got your first round pick and you're still not a terrible team like you don't have that many holes to figure out you know so i just love that for us and chase claypool i think it's so funny that made george he announced the george pickens pick last year's draft because obviously that is his replacement he was too much i don't understand it because you guys love your divas at wide receiver so i don't or divas in general we don't i think Ah, you guys do we got rid of them all (laughs) <laughs> well, after they had long tenure with your team, I guess. But for Chase Claypool, Clay- downgrade. Yeah, for sure. Have I think be. it's an upgrade, I mean, honestly. Chase Claypool, I would be okay with still roster. I think him. it's an upgrade for Deontay and Pickens. Well, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, easy. But I mean, I would keep on to Claypool. I think you know, I'd like to see what happens there. I'm interested. Fields is definitely looking better. But, I mean, it's not in passing. It's more rushing. Yeah. And it's just more about, like, staying in games and whatnot. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's not really involving the pass game at all. Yep. Let's move on to Miami. They traded for Bradley Chubb, and there was a lot of picks involved, especially a first-round pick that was ours. But, you know, Chase Edmonds goes to Denver. I think that's the more relevant thing for fantasy football purposes. Um, relevant, irrelevant? I still say irrelevant, honestly. Um, yeah. I think just, it's he kind of screws up Melvin Gordon. I think that's all you can say. I don't. Well, Melvin Gordon already screwed it up for himself. You know exactly why it does. It's all irrelevant now. I yeah. I might be. I might be RBC. I love RBBC. that I have JT and uh, Gordon as my top two backs right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, you know what? I feel even worse about the trade now because I thought I was just giving back to Mick Youngboy, ugly kid. No, dude. I took away a potential no. RB1. He is or at not least a, a decent flex. RB1. A decent flex. A decent flex. Yeah, I don't bro, think so. You're, real, you're stretching it there, bro. You're no, okay. Maybe it. I am, but you know. We also have Jeff Wilson to Miami. Um, Crash. As a Niners fan, I mean, I'd say that's a good trade for us. We weren't going to get any compensation probably back for Wilson. And then you got to... 
and we got a fifth round pick. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's good for it's good for Wilson because he's a handcuffed immediately because Mostert could still get hurt and McDaniel knows Wilson, so he's probably gonna be the next guy up. So um he's probably a last man on your roster spot. You know, he's gonna be a handcuff. But you know, I'd be interested to see what happens with that. Again. Yeah, I think it's a good thing to keep your eye out. Like I always say, if something happens to Mostert, you got to go get Jeff Wilson. There's some handicaps exactly. you have to look out for. Like Dalvin Cook, you get... Um, Madison. What Madison. You, oh, yeah, Madison. And then definitely Mostert is another guy. Yeah. Two, right. two no, ex-Niners running backs. I just realized that. <laughs> I mean, that's I how realized. it goes. That's how it goes. Uh, Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars. This one's not going to be relevant right now. I do like it for Trevor Lawrence in the future for Dynasty because Dynasty if, purposes, if he makes amazing. a leap in his third year, which we try to see in quarterbacks, he's going to need a weapon. You know, Stephon Diggs, uh, he got, like, once Stephon Diggs came to Buffalo, Josh Allen had that leap, right? So yep. you need you need some to see something in Lawrence. You need like a playmate. Claypool, you got Claypool to the Bears because they need to get something for Justin Fields. You see Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars for the same exact reason. Let's I don't just, know if he's going to be Let's just not. Let's just not. You know. Th- that's something you I'm just, just saying, said before. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Like, they need weapons. They need weapons to look better. That's right? fair. That's factual. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I agree. Yeah. And they didn't I wish really it was someone that was actually playing this year, but. I know, right? Like, I wish <laughs> there was an immediate, like. But I know. Jaguars are tanking. I don't know if you guys saw this, but did you guys know that one of the teams that. Uh, Calvin really bet on against yeah, the, the Falcons was the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Hilarious. It was meant yeah. to be. Yeah. The irony is just the Alright, and Naheem Hines to the Buffalo Bills and they traded away Zach Moss. Um mid for mid. Mid-off. I mean I, mid yeah. for mid. Naheem Hines he is the leap? more rosterable person, I think, in this case. But again, he's a very like desperation flex. He might be yeah, used deep, deep in, league. Like, a yeah. deep league, I would I would think about just if you got you know I don't know who, but if you got some handcuff or something, I might think about just grabbing Hines instead and maybe rocking out with the week, see if you get any touches, and if you got extra roster space or something. But if you don't, I would gonna cut someone of use. He's gonna yeah. be a pass catcher. I feel like they're gonna use him a little bit, and I think it doesn't affect Singletary as much. Yeah. All right, now let's get into. The mid special. <laughs> My favorite. I'm mid. This I should is, is going to be a new tradition. Uh, let's see if it works, first of all. This is the first time we're doing this. But, you know, midway through the season, we're going to start handing out basically awards for the most mid players so far in the fantasy football season. And, <laughs> you know, we'll explain how it works basically. But, you know, Gavin G, I have a couple of players, one for each position that I have classified as mid based on a couple of standards, and then you're going to try to guess who it is, and then I'll reveal okay. it at the end. And whoever's the okay. closest one will win the prize. Do we win money? Is this like one of those $10,000 challenges? Dude, exactly. if it's not for money, I don't want to play, dude. Sponsored, no. <laughs> by, uh, sponsored by MGM. Oh, I love it. All right. This is not a sponsor, by the way. Don't sue us. All, <laughs> All right. right. So let's go with quarterback first. The eighth overall player currently at the position he has had three top 10 finishes and one top five finish in the last eight games yet is only eighth overall at the position my initial Mm. guess before i researched this up was justin herbert 
Okay, I'll be honest with you. He averages averages 16.9 points per game in fantasy, which is pretty mid by my standards, I'd say. I'll be honest with you. I looked it up on accident. I I, I forgot what we were doing. (laughs) Like, I I really... It's All right, uh, G. Then you. No, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I'm gonna guess uh, Tom Brady. I think that I don't know if he's had the top, top like high level finishes yet. That's why I'm kind of hesitant on him. Maybe I think I'm actually gonna switch. I'm gonna say Stafford. Okay, Gav, you already know it. So why don't you say it? I think it's Brissett. If I'm looking at the right. No, you're not looking at the right. Oh, okay. Well. Nope. It is Marcus Mariota. What? Yeah. That's wild. He right now, I thought Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert's below him currently in terms of fantasy points total. Marcus Mariota, even though he's eighth overall at the position, mostly because of his fantasy Mm -hmm. points, he only had one top five finish and three, again, three top 10 finishes. So he isn't actually that good. It's just that right now, it seems like quarterback play is a lot worse because the next couple below him are Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and then Kirk Cousins, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady. And then if you're you go telling a me down a couple more, there's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and you're telling me that you still didn't say Russell Wilson's name? Yes, I still haven't said Russell Wilson's name. He's 20th, <laughs> oh, by the way. He's 20th. Oh, oh, God. And he was my starting quarterback for seven weeks. All right. Quick question here. Who do you think is going to bounce back, overcome Mariota in this? Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or Tom Brady? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, dude. I mean, they put up like pretty decent amount of points against the Bills. No one was expecting that. I'm going to guess... Fuck. I'm going to go Tom Brady, bro, because he's a fucking goat. But he's going to get it together eventually, right? Dude, he just had a divorce. Go. I mean, like... Well, now it's There's public, no but now he's like, stop, now he can start saying, like, all right, I don't got to worry about this shit. Everybody knows about it. I can just go play fucking football. Listen, dude, Kobe was not good even after he came, like, after that allegation. He had to wait the next season. You might be right. <laughs> so you're but... saying he, there's a, <laughs> there's a waiting period in terms of marital troubles that, you know. Yes. Okay. That you have so to you should trade off. You should trade Tom Brady right now. Okay. Yeah, trade him to me, dude. I don't, I mean, I, Yeah. I'm going to go, I'll go with Tom Brady too, because I think he has the best weapons and the best chance of losing back. Um, Yeah, I don't think Rodgers has it. I don't think, because again, the Packers didn't trade for anyone this week. So, you know, (laughs) I can't believe that. Uh, Russell Wilson's a cornball next. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's go to the mid running back here. This guy is 15th overall at the position, but he's only had four top 20 finishes, never a top 10 finish. Never a top oh 10. I put down a couple of names that I thought were the case. I thought, you know, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, David Montgomery, Miles Sanders. Currently, Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris are below this player. Mm, man. Are and I'll give out the stats. Player? I'll give it. I'll give out the fantasy points per game in terms of half PPR. It is around <laughs> 13. 7. So pretty mid. They've Very never had a. They never had a top ten finish. You said, never, never. Three top twenty finishes. Najee. I oh wait, you said below. Najee's no, below. Not Najee. Yeah. Um. I like oh. Debo. No, he said that's a. Oh, well, that's Matt's guess. Yeah, I like that pick. Uh, Antonio Gibson, AG. 
No, that's a good guess, actually. My final guess. guess will be... Fuck. Uh, I'm going to go David Montgomery. I don't know. I can't think of anybody else. Okay, my second... To, like, my, my final guess, but I like the other one better, Anthony Gibson. Javante Williams. Mm. He's played two games. I don't know. He still could be, like... He never had a top 15. Well, I mentioned him, actually, in my guesses. It was Miles Sanders. Oh, really? Oh. See, I had him so high coming into the season. But Hurts I think this is too much away. This is exactly what you expect from Miles Sanders, honestly. We, I mean, me and G and Dylan all warned you, basically. Miles Sanders is like the epitome of uh, mid-running back. And I don't even know if it's in terms of his talent or his opportunities. You know, he keeps getting vultured by Hurts, of course. But he's also in a good offense. Like, it's so frustrating, I think. And you see him over there, and he's at, you know, running back uh, 15, right, in terms of half PPR. But he's not actually giving you, like, he doesn't have a big game, I think, in store for him, right? I think the closest he's ever gone was, like, 20-something. I, I had him. It was, it was against like Jacksonville, I think. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. That's pretty good. But I don't think that, you know, he ever really will give you that game-winning thing. If you need, like, 20 points and he's on Monday Night Football, he will give you 15. Don't expect it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great flex. I had him as my flex before all my trades. So, yeah. I mean, he's great for flex. But, but back to the below mids, JT, Montgomery, Najee, are you officially out on these players? Two of which were in the first round and one first I overall. I can't be out on Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I think something happened where I liked him again. I forgot. Was there like a what will happen? I have to remember. Let me look it up. But they traded away Nuhia Hines. I don't think that makes yeah, a well, difference. It's like a more pressure. <laughs> I don't know. That's just less competition for him. A couple of other players below him as well. AJ Dillon, Melvin Gordon, who has been fully healthy and has played almost every game so far, also. <laughs> By <laughs> the way. Chase Edmonds and James Conner. No revival for any of those guys. Um, uh, I feel like JT has the... I mean, you kind of have to put your faith in him now. Right. Really. I, I'm going to say Najee, because we have an easier part of the schedule coming up <laughs> no, now. No, no, and no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Stop. No, dude. Shut up, okay? No, stop. All right. stop being a homer for once, dude. Even I said my Patriots are trash. No, I, I'm not saying we're not trash. I'm just saying, like, the easier part of our schedule is coming up. Like, bro, we played the fucking goddamn gauntlet, bro. It felt like played the Bills. <laughs> we played, I don't know, bro. We caught everybody. You guys played the Eagles, the Eagles the in Dolphins. a couple weeks. Yeah, bro. No, we already played the Eagles. Yeah, they no, just guys... played the Eagles, yeah. We're not going to keep playing them. Oh, think, you know what? That was, think yeah, it, that was. I just don't think it matters. I saw this highlight. You've seen the highlight, right, G? Where they oh, when he stands, he's like out in the line of scrimmage, open. and then he cuts the wrong way into two defenders. And, well, he tries um, to cut again twice. Yeah. And he's like, he oh, basically well, doesn't see the hole, and it's a Trent Richardson kind of deal, and that scares me. I really like Najee too. You know, he's from Antioch, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just gotta get a better offensive line, okay? I don't think that's the case. I don't know, but we'll we'll see. Dude, right. you know, I think he's the most pressured quarterback. Uh, Pickett? In, in the, yeah, Pickett for the first couple, like, his I thought it was Matt playing. Ryan, honestly. But well, besides Matt Ryan, now. I think. Yeah. No, no, I think it's definitely Pickett, actually. Okay, let's go with the mid-wide receiver here. 
He is 20th overall at the position, but only t- one top 10 finish. Morgan. Mm. My guess Who was Chris guessing? Godwin and Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton's a great guess. I'm going I'm to no, go he's left field trash. here. I'm going to go left field here, and I'm going to go... I don't know why. I'm, this is just makes so much sense to me. Darnell Mooney. That's a very Ooh. interesting one. Tyler okay, Boyd um, is above this player. Devonta Smith is below this player, which is actually really surprising to me. I'm going to say... Devonta Smith, damn. I'm going to say Christian Kirk. total fantasy points. Yeah. Ooh, that's a great pick, Gab. That's Christian a great Kirk, Kirk is interesting. But, you know, I think Kirk, the thing that didn't have me with Kirk was that he had a pretty good week one week, I think. But that was it. Yeah, it wasn't top 10, was it? One, yeah, you said one top 10 week, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. I did say that. Definitely, because I had him. I know he did better one week. This guy averages I'm only 10 go. points per game. 10.6 oh, and half PPR. Points per game? That definitely darn Is this PPR? Me. Half PPR. Oh. God. I'm half PPR, 10 points. That's pretty mid. Dude, uh, good Scary one. Terry, actually. Last at last. Ooh, that's a scary Terry again. Gav calling an audible, and he's correct. It's scary yes! Terry. Wow. <laughs> Last Don't, second, that's a hail mary. Like, just like the one he scored, he got this this past weekend, dude. Did you watch exactly. that? Did you guys watch yeah. that? I, I saw, I saw cool. the very end of that. Yeah, it was amazing. Over Gilmore, Gailey Lock. Do you think that with? Taylor Heineke as quarterback now, you can expect less mid-performances from Scary Terry because he's trending upward, I think. He feeds yeah. up. Dude, they have a connection. I'd buy low, or however low he is. I'd just buy. Me too. Yeah, and then once and... Carson Wentz comes back, throw him to the dogs. Again. <laughs> yeah. I don't think back Carson Wentz is going to start when he comes back, bro. I think they have to, dude. They paid him so much. By the way, that one I, top 10 performance was, I believe, last two weeks ago. Or, yeah, against Green Bay. He was ninth. Who was the quarterback? Ter, um, Taylor Heineke. See? Telling you. There you go. So it is trending wow. upwards for Scary Terry. We like it. We like it. That guy's a great guy. All right. One last one. This is just the mid tight end. It's hard to not be a mid. Everyone tight end. is mid. So I just said the eighth best tight end, basically, in terms of fantasy football points. And eighth. you know, this this one's a little bit hard, honestly. I said Pat Firemove because he he screams pretty mid to me, honestly. Like I've never seen a pop off Firemove game, except for maybe against Gab. <laughs> no, listen, dude. I okay, yeah. Now that you said that, yeah, okay. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> I hate fire move. Oh god, G go first. I have no idea. There's so many. I'm literally thinking of all my tight ends on top of my head, but for some reason, God is telling me it's fucking midmaster himself, Mevin Ingram. <laughs> Mevin Ingram, jeez. No, Evan that's Ingram, a great yeah. pick. I think he's a little bit higher just because of how scarce it is. Nah, uh, nah, eight sounds just so perfect for Evan Ingram. Like it's just eight is literally like the most mid tight end. Like, and it's just Evan Ingram. He's played all the games, I think, so far this year. He's like, so you got to, like, you know, account for that. It can't be someone that's missed hella games, like Schultz or something. That's who I first thought of. Because, you know, Schultz has just, like, been sort of mid this year, right? He had a good game with Dak last week, but been kind of ass with the other dude, Cooper Rush. You got to, like, kind of list off the players in my head that I think yeah. are above him. 
So I, I know with Kels and then Andrews and then probably Taysom Hill. And then after that, kind of gets dicey. Like, who would be after that, Everett? I want to say Hayden Hurst. Very good oh, mid guess. <laughs> I don't think it's the case, but it. I mean, that's a pretty good guess, honestly. Is that not like he's like let too me, much offensive me. weapons? I don't think that he was the tight end, but the tight end that, that was put as number eight was indeed um, David Njoku, actually. Oh, oh. dang! I co- I, I thought hurt. he'd be higher. He's hurt. I didn't think about it. No, he's yeah. Right now. I guess if he mm-hmm. wasn't, if he wasn't for this last week, he'd be higher, huh? Yeah, he'd probably, probably like five or six, I think. Right? Fire yeah. move was ninth, so I was really, really oh, close. Oh my god! Dang, where? Wait, can Where's, you tell me where? Hayden Hurst Hurst's? is fourteenth. Oh wow! And right. Evan Ingram, Ingram is eleventh. That's not that's a lot closer than I thought. But I guess he did have a couple good games recently. Okay, so how about you tell me which tight end, um, if this tight end is above Injoku right now. Or below Njoku. All right. Okay. That's above mid or below mid? Is Tyler Conklin above or below David <laughs> Above. Njoku? Far I'm above. I'm going to go above too. Yeah, I'm going to go above too. I'm going to say easy. seven. I'm going to say seven. I, no, dude. I say like fifth. He's he up six. There. He is six. Oh, oh wow. God. In between. Yeah. In between is sticks. That's crazy. Is George Kittle above or below David Njoku? Oh, how do I forget about George? George is below. I think this is like one of those, you know, aha. But I bet it's ninth, dude. I bet George Kittle's either mm-hmm. ninth or seventh. I think they say he's like tenth. He's thirteenth. Oh, Jeez. but listen, there's yeah, an upward use trend, my guy, bro. Look, listen, there's an upward trend. I think he's caught like three touchdowns now. Well, he could have got th- in a row, a couple weeks. I do think he's trending upwards with Jimmy. Definitely. Yeah. All right, one last. Actually, two, two more. Taysom Hill. Three. <laughs> he has Dude, that one to... week where he got like 30 or something, bro. Dude. That's like four weeks worth of fantasy production for that. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up, dude. That's, that's yeah, a life. Go, I'm going to go over two, bro. It has to be like That's a good season. He's that's the a third good season. highest tight end right now. See? Oh, my God. That's a good that's season crazy. for a tight end. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, one game of 30. You'll be in the top 12. I'll take it. That's so that's funny. Nice. God. Right. And of course we have I think this is an obvious one. Kyle Pitts. Oh wow. Dog shit. Just guess Dude, where no, he but is, guess though. get the yeah, I feel like Mr. 3.9 himself. <laughs> if you play Ooh. PPR, you know exactly so what I'm talking yeah. about. You Except Kyle for Pitts last week because I saw him shit all over my team with Dylan. Well, I fucking put him on the bench and every time <laughs> I think well, along ends. with everybody, put him on the bench. Um, I think he's 19th overall yeah but, guess but i don't even know who i wouldn't even know who to put over that no i think he's like five fucking 35th he's ass wow <laughs> he's 18th oh are you joking dang it by the way 35th is kate otten <laughs> oh dude kate i don't know if I'm he... starting kate Otten over kyle pitts this week For, oh, well, no man. listen dude kate otten cannot catch a man. ball brady put it on his week. chest i don't know why i don't know why but he was a good... I don't know what's going on with him. Don't do it. All right. Huh. So, let's also nominate some mid-players, if you have any, personally. 
Cortland Sutton, bruh. <laughs> Cortland Sutton. And you know he's below mid. Russell Wilson, okay? Another mid player, dude. Um, Jerry Judy. Okay, so, another. Wait you know, a just second. The mid I think I've seen a trend. Yeah, yeah I think there's a connecting factor here. I don't know. If if you're uh, <laughs> if you're in Broncos country, bro, you're mid, dude. <laughs> Jesus, your entire your entire everything about you is mid Denver. Okay. Can I even can John I Denver? Someone, can I name someone that had a couple good weeks and has been mid ever since? And name the Sun God himself. He looks like a, he's, just, he's, so he's just hurt, since, dude. I don't know, man. He literally had the first game of that where he had 20 and the next week he had 39 and then the rest of the season he's been ass. He's got 13, 0, 5, a 1.4 and a 13. Like, ah, so mid. I you know feel who bad I would think? Him. I really do. It is a tragedy. You know who I think is ultra mid right now? Who? Dalvin Cook. That's like a good, that's a great one. That's probably like an upper echelon draft pick. It's, it sounds spicy, but it's it might be true, honestly. It's, and we no, had him as our running back one to start the year, so we we thought he was a league off. winner, dude. Yeah, he's playing better though recently, but it's not like he's I don't know, not what you expect. So RB thirteen yeah. in PPR, he's had two games over twenty points. So. See, yeah, that's that's mid. that's screaming that's mid, mid from a top. Because you can't five be mad pick. at him. Like, you can't be mad at him, like, the way you're mad at JT and Najee, but then you still, obviously, like, everybody had higher expectations for him. So, 13 is in its own right. Yeah. Mid. Mid. <laughs> mid, mid, I, mid, 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 mid. I'm nominating Joe Mixon here because... Oh, very I'm, mid. I'm just... See, he's the definition <laughs> I have of him. It's because I just don't see a game where he breaks out for, like, 20 to 30 points. Like, I just never expect that. If he gets, like... If I'm expecting, like, if I need five, he'll get me 10 points. If I need 15 points, he'll give me 10 <laughs> points. Like, it's just, you know, it's consistent. It's aggressively, agonizingly consistent because I can't le- move him from the running back two position from my lineup. But, you know, I just, I literally just cannot expect anything more from him than RB2. And I could have had Saquon. No. I know, right? Well, I gave away Saquon for Joe Mixon. Well, I didn't trade him <laughs> specifically for for each other but i did get mixing to replace saquon so i'm kind of dying yeah that might not have been good <sighs> Devonte mid too you are such a freaking bum Devonta smith Devonte adams oh i hate you already that's a great starting from mid no to listen hate. i think he's like isn't he like eighth he's ninth that's mid. That's not mid. Yeah, you drafted him. You didn't draft him as wide receiver one this year. Did you have I bet you would. Jefferson? No, you, you had might, Jefferson. But it's like cup, top. And then you but he's top ten, right? Top ten is fine. Like, I mean, Mixon's yeah, right dude, at ten. You're mid. You know who's above Devonte Adams? Okay, and you drafted him in like the eighth round, ninth. Amari Cooper, bro. Mid. Devonte Adams, mid. Amari Cooper is <laughs> not mid. Let's put some respect on a guy. No, um, no, Amari Cooper is not mid. Devonte Adams is mid. He's only one position above him. You're still mid, okay? Fair, 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 fair <laughs> point. Can't argue with that one, <laughs> right? I think, like, I, think uh, I think we're losing the definition of mid in this. Like, I think I'm. No, I it. think what we're learning is everybody this year is mid. 
the, the season is mid, though. Like, mid. one of the worst fantasy football <laughs> league. Like, I'm sorry if you started fantasy football this year. Can we yes. agree? It's not fun. Yeah. It's, not, it's certainly not fun for the pros. I don't think it would be fun for the people just starting in this, honestly. But we're trying we're gonna, to get you there. Yeah, we're going to help you get there and uh, make it a little bit more fun. Because while we just listed off all the mid players, we're going to list off some starts and sits. Um, hopefully <laughs> some of them are going to be stars. Some of them are going to be busts. No mids here. Some of them are going to be mid. No yeah. mids. No mids. That's impossible. No mids. Impossible. High, 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 high task you set for us here. Exactly. It has to be nothing in between, honestly. There's no fades <laughs> in this one. Never. All right, why don't so, you start us off? Yeah, let me start off, okay? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, and I know I used him a couple weeks ago. The GOAT. Right? The GOAT. You know why? Because he's the GOAT. And yeah. it's against the Raiders, dude. I mean, what happened there, Raiders? You guys are trash. You let Andy Dalton throw 229 and two tutties. Dude, get it together. That was supposed You're to be James goated. Winston's uh, game. <laughs> I know, right? That was supposed to be James Winston. I don't know. Listen, Trevor Lawrence, he's been bad a couple weeks. You know what we like to say over here? We got to get right week, okay, baby? Yes, sure. <laughs> this is oh, one Jesus. of the worst defenses in the league for some reason, dude. Oh, my God. I mean, they're, they're getting thrown on heavily. Uh, every, you know, they give them one of the most yards in the league. I know they're top 10 and most like yards allowed. So give it to them. Give it to them, Trevor. I love it. I love it. You know, we got to. Trevor Truther here. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Matt said we're not going to put any mid picks out there. And then my mid quarterback for this week was Marcus Mariota. And then my start for this week was Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Yo. Um, yeah. So definitely not going to be a mid pick, right? But, I think uh, he played you. I like, <laughs> I think I got played. I think I set up your rope. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, Marcus Mariota is my start. I like the matchup against the Chargers who couldn't stop. Water from leaking from a cup that it doesn't <laughs> have any up. holes. Literally, man, it's just it's just annoying. Uh, but you know that's what you're gonna get with the Chargers, and we just play the matchup. Uh, I obviously, you know, don't have your expectations too high because he's very very mid. It's a safe floor though. That's why I like it. I think in a quarterback position, if you like got a guy on by, I think when you're looking at you know available quarterbacks to just be a one week rental, you want to play matchup and safe. Because then you've got to just rely on other positions to make up for your quarterback being on by. So whereas Trevor Lawrence could have a great week, but he's going to have a higher chance to bust, in my opinion, than Marcus Mariota will. Pause. I know, right? I had to say yeah. it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I am dropping Daniel Jones for Marcus Mariota this week because um, Daniel Jones is ninth right now, and he's on by with 16 uh, point three fantasy points per game. So I'm upgrading with Marcus Mariota, who will get me 16.9 fantasy points per game. So that extra nice. 0.6 boost will probably carry me the victory here. Love that. And then just for yep. my guys are really desperate quarterback, if you're really this is just desperate, go pick up Deshaun Watson. I'm never saying this again. This is the last time I'll say this. Whoa, you're not allowed to say that, dude. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's one time you didn't hear it, you didn't listen, you closed your ears for a couple seconds, you missed it. <laughs> go back. That's the last time you hear it from us. Never again. I feel like that's not going to yeah. be true. But I'm going to go to my running back start of the week. I have Miles Sanders versus the Houston Texans. This, uh, uh-oh, he's mid. 
<laughs> Wait a second. I put this down. I put this down before I found out the mid players. Uh-oh. This we, might be a very so you, bad... Uh, you know what, G? I think Matt is just like... He's stupid. He just played everybody, <laughs> including himself. Damn. That's what it seems like. God. I know, right? Uh-oh. Tell me why, well, though. Hey, if he's mid... You know, maybe she's gonna be better this week. If, we if only he's said mid, he's on the grid. Hey, we just said that Miles Sanders hasn't had a top ten performance basically in you know the eight games, but he's still the running back fifteen, right? This so is the week. I guess it's you know get better week, not get right week. And... Get better week. <laughs> I love but it. let me tell you why I, this I like this. Get better yeah. week for sure. Do you know why? I'm gonna say why? just one thing. And this is from a tweet that I saw from Ian Hartage, right? So the Texans defense has allowed the week's overall PPR running back one or running back two in five of the seven games this season. So that means, you know, in five of the seven games, they've either given up the running back two performance or the running back one performance. You Mm. are very likely then from a very run-heavy Philadelphia team who's probably going to blow these guys out and will probably run the ball more so to get Miles Sanders to at least top 10. We're aiming for top 10. We're really hoping for top 5 based on this stat alone. But let's just, let's just settle for top 10 for now, all right? Because we already said Miles Sanders is mid, so we're just going to hope for a little bit better than mid here. We're giving you that push. We're putting it out there. Man, I was a lot more confident before I saw the mid part. <laughs> before you said it yourself. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to go even crazier because this guy's below mid, okay? I'm putting in. Drum roll. Blah, blah, blah. AJ Dillon, start of the week. Inland, I know what you're saying. Okay? How can you do that after what he's done? He's not even mid, right? He's below. He's awful. He's, he's been awful. I know. I'm sorry, G. But I, I'm going to give you hope right now, okay? They're facing the like six worst defense, run defense in the league. Um, and they've. That's that's just rankings, right? That's overall. I mean, they can't rush. They have Aiden Hutchinson, or pass rush. Dude, there's they never blitz, you know? I don't know what it is. They're just trash. They also give up the second most fantasy points to, court, to running backs, right? And, you know, that might give way more for um, Aaron Jones. I think they split this time around, you know? It's not a game that the Packers are really worried about. You know, you can you can kind of rest your starters. They honestly Definitely should time be worried. Starting. They're not a very good team. <laughs> no, listen, listen. Don't jump ship yet. Psych, Aaron Rodgers sucks, dude. I've already been putting this out there in the world. I think there was a whole podcast where we talked like 30 minutes where he was trash. But Agent Dillon is not Aaron Rodgers. And they're facing the Lions. Put it out there. Beautifully spoken. Yes. Beautifully spoken. I love the hate. Yeah, you know... I, I've been saying it for years. Tom Brady's going through a divorce, and he's still playing better than Aaron Rodgers. Well, he already got divorced, but, you know. I mean, that is true. Uh, so I'm just going to go back-to-back. Gabe Davis versus the Jets. Start of the week. And I might try to jinx myself into a good game. I kind of need it. But Sauce Gardner is the truth, Okay. And he's not going to shut down Gabe, bum Gabe Davis. He's definitely going to shut down, or at least try to, you know, shadow him, Stefan Diggs. So this is going to give way for Gabe Davis. Okay. And we, you know, I think G 
Were you on last week? Yeah, he was. I think he said that um, Jacoby Myers was a sit. Bruh. He yeah. was not a Never. sit. He was not. Gabe Davis is definitely going to feast. Jacoby the Myers Bills in general. is way better than fucking Sauce Gardner for sure. That's all definitely. I know. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Go, go ahead and start him. Yeah, I like it. And I'm going to give you two starts, but from the same team. Wow. I just love it this week. And I'm going to stick with the same game I was sticking with earlier. Uh, I'm going to switch the side of the team that I'm supporting, though. I'm going to go Paul Murray and uh, Keenan for the Chargers, start them against the Falcons. Uh, it's gonna. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair just because I don't like really like either team's defense that much. Uh, very I really sus. think that – yeah, and I think that, you know, Chargers, I think, coming off a bye, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. So yeah. they're going to be well-rested. They're getting their guy, a couple of their guys back, like Palmer, and they're getting back uh, – I think Keenan too, right? So well, I think he was back. Be back. Yeah, yeah, but he's really back after a bye. You kind of feel right again, you know. That's just a nice little matchup as well. So I like it. Let me tell you. Let me real quick. Chargers definitely the most mid team. I'd yeah, say that's yeah. fair, honestly. Yeah, they they were I, way higher than everyone. Like, I kind they had a good. I, I kind of yeah, want to go with the Cardinals too. But. Cardinals too. They're around the same same. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Matt, with your start. <laughs> oh, man. Here's another oh. mid-player for you. Wait, listen. Here... <laughs> man. Dude. Oh. Hey, but let me tell you something. I said Terry McLaurin was number 20th overall in terms of wide receivers, and he's aggressively mid for the entire season. But again, the last two games of Taylor Heineke is no joke. They have a connection. I remember when I had Terry McLaurin last year and Fitzpatrick got out immediately. And I was so concerned because I thought, you know, is Taylor Heineke going to sustain Terry McLaurin the way that I need him to? And the answer was, yeah, kind of. Honestly, like <laughs> it was, it, it, it kind of works. You know, at least Heineke will target Terry McLaurin a lot. And you will see that against the Minnesota Vikings. That's who a are safety very blanket. poor defense. Uh, passing defense at least and you know again let me tell you a little bit something again i'll come up with the stats against jair alexander last week he had uh two weeks ago he had five receptions for 73 yards and a touchdown top nine performance last week he had stefan gilmore six yards six receptions for 113 yards he's done well against these really good cornerbacks and again jair alexander and stefan gilmore what do you think he's going to do against the Minnesota defense, who is right now allowing the fourth most passing yards in the NFL? I rest my case. He is oh, not mid. Scary. Very mid. And I'm going to just double you. back here. I finally don't have a mid player in my starts. <laughs> Even though he Zach. is. Yeah, he kind of is, honestly. It's Zach Ertz versus the Seattle Seahawks. I'm just purely basing this off the matchup here. Um, You know, Seattle allows, I believe, the most points to the tight end position. So, uh, only Arizona is, like, Arizona's second worst, and they're both facing each other. So this one should be a pretty good game for tight ends. But, you know, Marquise Hollywood-Brown is still out. DeAndre Hopkins has been taking up all the catches, but I do think that there is some room for Zach Ertz to get a couple himself, maybe get a touchdown in the red zone. Who knows? But I'm really liking the start for him this week. Hmm. I like it. I like it enough to where I want to match you, your mid tight end, with another mid tight end and Dawson Knox. I like the match. It shouldn't be mid, though. I don't know what's happening. 
Yeah, I don't know, but he he caught a touchdown last week, so I think he's off on the right track for getting back to it. So he better, you know, dude. I don't know. It's a it's a Bills offense. They could put up five hundred points in one week. I don't wouldn't be surprised. So I like Knox. I think he's got the good matchup there. Um, that's the last for our starts, and I'll start us off with our sits as well. Uh, I'm gonna go with the mis- most mid quarterback available in the world. You always. I feel uh, like you've done this every week. Like <laughs> in the past three, four weeks that you've here, um, done. And it's been right sets. for the most part, bro. It's just an easy <laughs> cop out answer, bro. I'm gonna put about Tom Brady as my fucking. Jeez, dude. Can you just stop He's hating just, on him? No. Uh, He's gone through enough. Continue hating on. To continue hating on him, I think the Rams is a terrible matchup for him and his dog shit O line that not seems to want to help him out. So yeah, I think that. They're going to be playing pretty bad. I think this is a get-right week for the Rams after a bye. Um, Our favorite word, get-right. Yeah. You know how it goes. Okay, man. That's a, that's a good one. I mean, it's somebody that everyone else is already sitting. Let me give you something that really sets your like butt on fire, especially it's going to hurt G. You're going to sit Joe Burrow against the Panthers, okay? Listen. Yeesh. That's crazy. Without Jamar Chase... They aren't it anymore, okay? Did you not see the Browns murk them? They have no good cornerbacks, right? I mean, they, they like their running backs are awful. I mean, their pass rush is kind of good, the, uh, the, the Browns, but I don't know. Joe Bro is, I mean, without Jamar Chase, T. Higgins is getting clamped. He's not as good as we thought he was, even though he mossed um, Greedy. You know, that's... You know, <laughs> Whatever. Joe Burrow is not looking the same. You, I'm telling you. And this is against the Panthers who, I mean, they are kind of sus. They let the Falcons throw for a lot on him. But they stopped Tom Brady, you know. Daniel Jones, who's been hot recently. They did give Jimmy G a good game on minute. But, you know, yeah, um, Joe Burrow is just not the same without his number one wide receiver. It's fair to say. I do want to point out, by the way, I just looked it up. Tom Brady has been our sit of the week for four out of the uh, eight games so far. Eight weeks that we've actually had starts and sits, I believe. So, Bruh, are you serious? <laughs> three of them were None from None of G. them are me. One of them were from me. <laughs> I would never nice. put my boy down. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's I'm going to hit you with another one. Right back at it. Somebody, you're, you don't want to hear it. Actually, I just looked at my list again. I did this like a couple, like, you know, a couple hours ago. Dude, this my my sit is spicy. You're sitting su- swift against the Packers. Done. I will do that. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, I get no convincing. No convincing needed. You don't need to convince me. If anyone's seen DeAndre Swift, they don't need convincing. Honestly. You really wish it wasn't the way. Like you wish you really wish it wasn't. But the Packers are a good defense, especially against the rush. Swift has not been looking good. They keep giving Williams too much freaking. Attend, like, stop giving him any carries at all. What is wrong with you, Dan Campbell? Swift is a sit. Yep, I yeah, agree. It's a, good, it's a good sit. Not too controversial. It's not, it's, not, it's not the fact that Swift is bad. He looks good when he's on the field. He just never plays. And that's a weird thing. I don't understand it. But it's not helping <laughs> my nope. fantasy team. Stop giving Jamal so much carries. I'm going to go with another guy who doesn't get enough carries, honestly. It's David Montgomery versus the Miami Dolphins. The matchup isn't great already. Miami is 
six in terms of least rushing yards allowed this season, but it's also the fact that Khalil Herbert is continuing to eat into that share of the backfield, and it's starting to get to a point where you should really be concerned, just like Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, except, you know, David Montgomery doesn't have his crazy owner backing him up no matter what for some reason. Khalil Herbert is starting to take over that backfield, and, you know, if you haven't already sold Demont, you may want to soon, right? I hate Khalil to Herbert, say that. He had 16, right? Right now, it's split 50-50. Khalil Herbert had 16. David Montgomery had 15, right? If you drafted Demont in what? The fourth and fifth round? Like, I don't know if you're really getting what you wanted, which was probably a running back two or three. Right now, he's a running back 32, and that's not good. Yeah. And then I'll I'll double up here. I'll go right back around. You're sitting Brandon Cooks versus the Philadelphia Eagles for your wide receiver sit Sheesh. of the week. Not only do the Philadelphia Eagles are they gonna put Darius Slay on him, which we all know is a shutdown corner, but Brandon Cooks is not happy. <laughs> he wanted to get <laughs> traded, <laughs> and he posted some weird cryptic thing on his uh, Twitter. Which only, like, I feel like it's a wide receiver thing to only post, like, this weird-ass, like, tweets. Have you ever seen that tweet before where it's, like, um, you know, they say, typical quarterback tweet, uh, God is good, love my teammates, running back tweet, <laughs> <Yes>. keep grinding, <laughs> tight end tweet, derp. And then they said the wide receiver tweet is, the enemy speaks kindly and holds a knife. Like, and that's exactly what Brandon <laughs> Cook said, basically. He said, this is what I quote, Don't take a man's kindness for granted. Covered for the lies for too long, those days are done. Cross the line with playing my career. And he tweeted this three minutes after the trade deadline was over. So there's no, you know, we don't need to investigate too much into what's going on here. Nope. Um, yeah, that's that's a no for me. I don't I don't know what to do there, but... He's not happy. He's not going to be happy after Philadelphia. And tomorrow. you shouldn't be either. Yeah. It's not tomorrow. In Thursday. So don't play him. Okay. So I said you're not going to like what I have to say. Nobody ever does. Yeah. I'm back right at it. This is the most controversial pick. I think besides Tariq Hill and Kels. This might be a little bit more. No, I don't know. It's on the same level for sure. And Mahomes. I think Mahomes is the most controversial because of how good he's done this season. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, I said Mahomes. That was, that was, I was wrong. That was just a joke. This one, I'm for real. Stefan Diggs versus the Jets. I already told you that Gabe Davis was going to have a good game. Diggs is not going to have a good game. Why? One man. Sauce. I mean, can we start calling him the island now? Didn't you just He's been trash locking... him? We're literally <laughs> no, just no, no. chasing the fuck out of Sauce Gardner. <laughs> I... You just asked him, can, can we you call don't... him an island? Can you not? Can you not? Hey, don't, we already don't got a Jets cornerback who was an island. We don't need another one. Well, he, he should be another one. He's been locking up play like wide receiver ones like crazy. He got Romeo Dobbs zero points. I'm so sad. I needed that dub that week. He locked up Sun for like 30 yard, 34 yards, 30 yards last week. Or no, two weeks ago. Well, that's not that's kind of not oh, that hard. Yeah, plus Brett yeah. Ripien was his quarterback, I think. Right, yeah, Brett Ripien was, yeah. So, I mean, I get it. That That's okay. He held Tariq to one of his lowest weeks um, in fantasy football. I think it's like second lowest. 
Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, bro, I love the I love the thought process. Deontay. But, I mean, you know, usually we just say, okay, Sauce is gonna guard him, and then, uh, you know, we can put the receiver on the bench. I really don't think maybe that applies to Stefan though. But nah, dude. Okay, hit on you for fade then. If you guys don't fade, believe you can't sit, say fade. Fade. Oh, so yeah, we said we're so sit him. There's sit no him, bids. dude. It's it's a, it's a sit. Pure matchup. Though Damn. the Bills are still gonna crush. It's pretty tough out there. And um, for my for my sit of the week for tight end, got to do it to him. He's about having too good of a week. Evan Ingram. He's gonna start fumbling the balls. I mean, I think it's a get right week for the defense. Um. Have we ever said? Love to have, say that. Have we ever really, really wanted to start Evan Ingram? Never. Like even never I, in I my think life. you made him a start of the week once, but even once. then, I, I think you know we still didn't want to start him. We just had yeah. to, for legal Kinda, reasons. Yeah. For legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence again. We are truthers for Trevor Lawrence. No, not looking not. too good. Oh well, me and G are at least. I yeah, I'm ambivalent. Are. I don't have a side. middle of the pack defense. I don't know. Kirk is gonna eat though for sure. I'll give you my I'll give you my sit. Um, I was gonna have T.J. Hawkinson against the Packers because the Packers are a really good defense against tight ends, but he got traded. But then he still faces the Washington Commanders, who are actually second, even better than Green Bay in terms of defenses. For tight ends, wild. So that's crazy. Plus, T.J. Hawkinson has to learn the offense still. Um, you know, I think there's a very, very good chance now that I'm saying to sit him that they're just gonna bring him out for one play in the red zone, and he's just gonna catch a touchdown from Kirk Cousins, and you're gonna but like that. Won't that won't be enough points. That won't even be enough points to get you his, you know, probably his projection in my opinion. Because like, let's say it's a ten yard touchdown, you get your point for the catch, you get your point for the ten yards. That's two, and then you get six for the touchdown. You're only at eight points still, you know. Like, you really could do need maybe multiple touchdowns or just a couple catches and a touchdown. But yeah, I, I mean, get, I, I guess you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect all that this week. Maybe next yeah. week. But I, I think there's gonna be a transition period. I think you know, again, tough commanders defense against tight ends. Just learning the offense. Let's just bench T.J. Hawkinson for this week. If it was hard for Christian McCaffrey. It's definitely going to be hard for TJ. It was not hard for T Christian McCaffrey. The first week was he sat. You he said like, to sit him, and he got a triple crown. <laughs> well, listen, I was trying to jinx you guys because I hate the Rams. Ah, okay, then never mind. We're right? Good. Yeah. Um, bro, I, I just don't get Cavs starts or sits, bro. I, I don't understand how they. It's work. all about it's a it's a sometimes touch and feel, they're genius bro. and sometimes they're jinxes. Most of the time, I think more more times than not, I have been genius. I've been like five head about it. Whenever it's wrong, it's the other one instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never I don't know. know. You can never really be wrong. I can never. No, really. Exactly. Like, it's just opinion. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was our Sit, starts dig. and sits. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was our starts and sits for week nine. We're going to have a comprehensive list of all the players from all the teams released on Saturday. But, you know, these are our biggest ones. No mids here. We just either studs or duds. But that duds. will do it. That will do it for this episode of the show. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, anywhere you get your podcasts from. And 
Follow us on Twitter at Bay Council. Follow us on Instagram, sports underscore council, to stay up to date on the latest and greatest of our sports takes. Man, what a mid-show, guys. <laughs> Yo, dude, we're, we're top on, tier, man. dude. What do you mean? You're, you know what I mean. What is he, you know what what I is mean. he talking about? You know what I mean. Okay, yes. Uh, we're, we're, we're... We peaked already. We're mid. No, yeah. no, no, no. We're, we're rising stars, you know? You peaked at, Just like, peaked at like 70. Sorry. Hate to say it. <laughs> it's been a downward trend ever since then. We haven't had uh, a top might, 20 we're... podcast finish in like a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, it's not our fault, you know? They're not listening. <laughs> no. <laughs> we love you guys. We love you guys. It's, all, it's, you all, all. it's all Spotify's yes. fault. Yeah. It, it really is. It's not really. It's not really, though. Oh, no, oh, yeah, we love Spotify, please. Don't worry. Something's coming up soon. Don't worry about that. Oh, be sure to vote. It's election day coming up soon. Be sure to vote. Hey, pass legal gambling. Thank you. Don't, no, no, no. Do not. We're not being paid. He has an addiction. We are not sponsored by MGM at all. So, he has an addiction. The money money will go to the tribes. (laughs) Do not help this man's addiction. All right, we're going to sign off here. Have a good uh, week, everyone. See you. Have a good one. Vote.